Hey, it's Beck here, and I just wanted to have a little chat with you all today because there's a few things that I've been thinking about, mainly because I have some time and I have some space and I have a little bit of freedom, which is really rare. And I think at this point in time, a lot of us have been given some back some time. We've been given a little bit more freedom and some space to really think. And for me, it's been about repurposing, yeah? So it's been about thinking about what is it that I do on the daily? Who am I? Am I doing things that actually matter? Am I creating a form of impact in the world? And for me, asking some of those bigger life questions has really started to um, make me think. It started to trigger some creativity, some insight in my brain, and it's taken me back, back to a number of things that I used to do quite a lot that I just stopped doing and I think for me um, because of the world that we're in right now and because we've all been kind of forced and what I would say is we're being controlled from the outside um, it's it's something that's actually come between us all and it's making us all kind of stop and rethink and revamp and reinvigorate what it is that we're kind of doing at the moment and who we are and what we're spending our time doing and what our real true focus is. Yeah, we've all kind of had something come along and literally get underneath us and start controlling how we are and how we live. And within that, we're all trying to try and figure out, we're still trying to figure out exactly how we navigate this, how we can manage um, ourselves, how we can manage life at the same time, knowing that the world will never be the same again. And I think for a lot of us, it can be not only a tricky time, but it can make us start to, again, ask those bigger questions. And as I was reading something today, it popped into my head that right now we have a choice. And we can either look at what's going on in the world and in our lives as some big, epic, horrible mess. Or we can look at it as an opportunity for fascination. Okay, so when things start to happen and we start to live in a space where there's so much fear consuming us and there's a lot of um, pressure and stress and worry and where we're starting to see every single industry um, from finance, economics, from retail, every single industry being impacted, you know, it really starts to create some moral panic. It starts to create some kind of fear and scarcity mindset amongst all of us, yeah. And I've been riding this kind of wave for over a month now where I kind of fell into that mediocrity of fear. And I was just like, what is going to happen? And it was really starting to bother me. It was starting to fill up my head. I was not able to focus because I didn't know whether I was coming or going at this point in in my life. And each day I was waking up thinking, okay, well, there's a new level of uncertainty um, that I have to navigate today. And getting up and having to do it every single day where we're navigating this constant uncertainty puts a level of, of pressure and stress and worry and concern on us, yeah? And so... Riding out that initial wave and feeling that stress and tension and seeing the panic that was going on, not only in our world, but in the world around us, you know, the people around us, um, things really started to get quite confusing and, and messy. Yeah. And so this whole thing about we can look at look at what's going on as this kind of horrible mess 
this kind of awfulness, um, something that we, we are kind of stuck in and then we can't escape, right? We could think about it as horrible or we could actually really rechange. We could realign and rethink what it is that we're currently living in right now. And we can possibly see this as an opportunity and an opportunity, like I said, for fascination. So I was listening to something today and it really inspired me because it said if we were cancer surgeons, we would be fascinated with the disease. And there is a certain level of fascination um, about these dimensions of humanness at the moment. Guess what the moment? We're kind of seeing this problem develop. We're seeing something kind of take over our world. But at the same time, there's a level of fascination that comes with it where you can really reframe it and go, what is the actual opportunity that we're being presented here? Some may call it a silver lining, yeah? And I think for me, it took me quite a bit of time to really sort of chunk that down and go, what is the opportunity here? Because all I can see at the moment is a bit of a horrible mess. All I can really see is this unclear picture of what, uh, this unclear vision where things that were on track have come off track. And so it feels really messy and it still feels very uncertain. And every single day we're still navigating through this mess. But at the same time, and it has taken me time, I've been able to now rethink and go, but what does this mean for the future? What are the opportunities that are now being presented for me personally? What are the opportunities that I now have that I didn't have, say, a month ago? Because if you're just on one train that's heading on that track and it just keeps going and going and going and you're just running in that one direction, there's nothing really stopping you. And at the moment, it's like something has just, someone's put the brakes on and we've basically, we've got this steam engine charging ahead that suddenly hit the brakes and it's at a complete stop. And in that point in time, we've been given, as I said, time, space, energy, and with that comes creativity and innovation to really rethink and reframe what are the opportunities and potential. So I think for us, it's about maybe we're being asked to solve some bigger problems in our lives. So maybe there are things that are happening where we now have an opportunity to go, you know what, that really wasn't working. And there's a possibility and an opportunity here for us to really think about how we can fix that and how we can maybe start to learn differently, how we can buy differently, how we can consume things differently. Not only that, how we can utilize technology and maximize it in these moments of despair where we have the opportunity to do so. And at the same time, we are now thinking more about other people and the people in the world who aren't as privileged as us right now and maybe going through, they may be in a much more vulnerable circumstance or they, they are in circumstances that, you know, now that what's happened in the world has actually impacted even more, it's made them more vulnerable. And we're now starting to become more aware of where those vulnerabilities lie and who those vulnerable people are. At the same time, many of our industries have become more vulnerable. And so we're in a, we're at a point here. We're actually being called to action. We're, we're being called to think differently. 
And in a way, this is a time where we should actually be coming together with our mind and our brains and our thoughts and our, you know, um, our own personal creativity and innovation and thinking about where do we take this? How do we take this to the next level? Yeah. And something that came to me as I was sort of thinking about this is just, and it was something that I only really read about today, was this thought of inventing the things that you want to invent. And I call it sticking to your studio. So for for you, there are probably a number of things that when you're in your studio, and it might be your little, your bubble, that opportunity where you have time, energy, space and freedom, and it might be limited. But when you're in that studio, it gives you an opportunity to reinvent things. It gives you an opportunity to invent things that you want to invent. And through that comes the possibility for change, to opportunity of ideas, of exploration. And I think when we allow ourselves to go through that process of change and to create and reinvent and and to just try and test a little bit more, then we can trust that whatever it is that we're doing will have a form of ripple effect, okay? So it will actually create conversation or it will create connection. It will create questioning. Um, For me, I'm finding I'm being called to innovate more and more and more. And part of that process is incredibly stressful. And I also feel very stuck in that process, too. I feel stuck in the sense that there is so much to create and innovate and think about that my mind is being called to all of these different places and spaces and opportunities to do so many things better. And I think I don't know if that's actually normal. I don't know if that's a normal way to be thinking. But at the same time, I also know that there were a lot of things that weren't on track. There was a lot of things where I just felt we were running from one thing to the next and we weren't really thinking about the steps and the procedures and how we were actually getting there. Yeah, there was like this loose, tangible plan that we were all sort of rolling with, but we weren't really clear about what this plan was. Okay. And through that process, we probably lost a lot of that creativity and innovation and inspiration. And we lost a lot of that kind of passion for what we were doing and the impact we were creating or the communities that we were serving. Um, We kind of lost it through that process. And so it might be that caring about the world and the globe was something that was being neglected or it might be that the way that you were servicing your community was being neglected or that you weren't doing that in the best way possible. Um, or that you weren't acting on your ideas and inspiration because you were so busy running in one direction. And I think for now, what we want to come back to and what we want to create and what we're, we need to connect to is to rethink this time of uncertainty, okay, and really think about, yes, there are stresses and pressures and worries, but today's advice is what are you fretting about? What are you really worried about? You know, sometimes fear can hold us back and we just need to ask ourselves that question of, well, what is really bothering me today? What is really worrying me? You know, what is it that I'm I'm crying about or that I'm concerned about? And giving ourselves that time to just go, this is actually what I'm upset about. This is actually what I'm angry about. This is what's frustrating me. In all this uncertainty, this is bothering me the most. And it's taking that moment to actually acknowledge that feeling and that state that we're in but out of that process right and out of those you know probably stories that we're kind of telling ourselves there's an opportunity here to make a different choice or to create 
some kind of difference, um, you know, to, to start to reshape and rethink what is actually important in that moment. And I think for myself, I think at times maybe I've really overcomplicated overcomplicated a lot of different situations. And for me, it's about stripping it back to what matters. And for me, I'm really tapping into the fact that what actually matters is that we have the ability to... What really matters is that we actually have this amazing opportunity in front of us to create something really amazing. And, you know, there are so many things that are in this kind of too hard basket at the moment. There's a lot of stuff we have to push to the side in order to just get through our day and in order to just survive. And like I said, at this point, it's about, well, what can we change? What choices can we make now to really just hone in and focus on what matters, yeah? And for me, the service interaction is kind of, you know, serving my community and, and doing that in the best way possible, but it involves me simplifying and stripping it back to those key elements, which is connection, yeah? And right now, I'm, I think I'm in a time where the connection is so vital and the connection is something we're lacking socially, but it's something that we I want to focus on. And I think that there are opportunities for us to create new and inventive things and to rethink the way that we've been, you know, teaching and sharing or coaching or mentoring or facilitating things and to really think about, well, what is it that connects us? And is it a shared idea? Is it a shared purpose or a shared message? What is it that kind of makes us tick a little bit? And to just reconnect with that and then build it from that kind of you know, what's the problem, what's the issue, what's the thing that is our purpose or our message, and let's just work back from that place, you know. So if you're designing or you're creating something, then get back to what is the crux of this, what is it the thing that is, what is the thing that is the most impactful about what I'm doing, what is it the most, in, what is the most impactful thing about what we're sharing, what is the best possible and most creative solution that we can invent right now, what is it that doesn't exist that we can shape and model and, and bring into existence. So I think what we're really saying here is that let's get refascinated with life about what is possible, about, you know, it, it's, let's just get refast, like, I like that word, refascinated, because we've kind of stopped being fascinated. And it's just like, this time of uncertainty is fascinating. And if we create a sense of curiosity about, you know, what it is we're doing and, and where we're kind of going and our ideas, then it will reconnect us back, I think, with that purpose and that mission. And I don't think we should lose that level of fascination as we move forward. Because I think that if we want to really, if we want to solve problems and if we want to create solutions and, and, you know, it's not necessarily about fixing right now, but it's building a new future and a new world to live in, then we really <coughs> need to think about being constantly fascinated. Well, what if we did just try it that way? Or what if we, you know, have a go or we test that? We pilot this. We work towards this particular goal. You know, I'm finding that I'm becoming more fascinated about the possibilities of redoing my house. What if I just, if you looked into that, or maybe we design something this way, or possibly we could restructure this and put this here. 
I'm finding that the time and energy and space and the freedom that I'm being given is making me think about new solutions and new inventive ways of doing stuff. And it's my work, a lot of my work, I'm being asked to to redig it and rethink it and to change the way I deliver it and facilitate it. And part of that process is, in fact, quite messy. It's not straightforward. But at the same time, we have to keep the fascination of moving forward, Yeah. How can we make it better? What would it look like to change that? If I can't find what it is that I need, I damn well have to create it, (laughs) yeah? And to be in that space, I think, is where we're going to thrive. To be in that place where we're looking at possibilities, um, we're looking not only at solving problems, but we're looking at the possibilities and the solutions, and we're sticking and coming from that place of curiosity. I think this is where we have our best potential, yeah? So to rid ourselves of this uncertainty and this fear and this worry and this concern by firstly addressing what it is that's concerning us so that we can then sit with that and make a choice to create a form of action from that, yeah? So I'm hoping that connects with you right now. And I (laughs) heard someone speak today and they said, I'm a hopeaholic. And I thought, oh, that's a really interesting thought. (laughs) hopeaholic because we always hope that something's going to get better and we hope that we can make a positive difference we hope that we can create change or create an impact in our communities we hope that we are serving servicing others in the best way possible with the best intentions yeah and in a way i think i am a bit of a hopeaholic because i always want to see that there i always see the opportunity in a problem i might not recognize it straight away But once I sit with it and I work through it, then I see that there's potential and opportunity to go through that. So I'm hoping there's quite a few takeaways for us all today. And I'm going to restate what it is that kind of brought me here today is that we have a choice to think about what's going on in the world and what is happening in our lives is this horrible mess, or we can look at it as an opportunity for fascination. So whatever you're doing, have an amazing, have an amazing day. Sit down. Work through some of those steps of what it is, what are the problems, what is concerning you, what are your worries and fears, how do we move move forward through that and become more fascinated about this process of life. All right, everyone. See you later.